Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50 with Dallas and Michael. Tax planning for show, behavioral advice for dough. First first golf term ever that we've <laughs> used. used uh, the first golf podcast. analogy. So for, I, um, I, I have heard this analogy before. I, 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 I like this. it. Yep. Um, there's a analogy in professional golf circles. Yep. Drive for show, putt, putt for, for dough. So, and what, um, what they mean there is that yeah, you, you see people drive and they drive the ball 320 meters, and it's all you know, everyone thinks it's so amazing, and it, it's the really flashy part of the sport. But basically, what they're saying is that's all for show. It, it doesn't necessarily matter as much as your putting. So those putts that are, can you can you sink those putts that are on the very end of where you should be? You know, can you two putt everywhere rather than three, ever three putt? All those sorts of things. Your putting is really what makes the difference to your score over the round. Well, I was always frustrated when I hit the ball. Yep. Two hundred yards. Yep. I always use yards when I talk about golf. Not I was just thinking that you to say. It just sounds more right. Yeah. Um, so I hit the ball two hundred yards. Yeah. And then I'd miss yep. a one foot putt. Yes. And, and that was still the same. That's the same. It's exactly it's yeah, the same. It's, it's it's one stroke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the the point that that they often talk about with this with with golf is that it doesn't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how good your driving game is if your short game is, is mm. terrible which most mugs like us who play very rarely would know because mm. even even a mug can hit a can hit a good drive every now and again or can you know be relatively consistent with with that but the short game is is what's hard and it's what really makes the difference so so tax planning for show yeah behavioural advice for Dave. Tell me what you're talking about. Or tell us. Tell us, tell us all, all what, you're, what you're talking <laughs> I, about. I love there. to do these podcasts where you don't really know what I'm talking about yet <laughs> until I get started. But basically, the point I've made here is I think, and, and now my wife Nicola will laugh at this, but I think that the tax planning part of our job is probably the most interesting or exciting. Mm. And she's probably going, your life, mate, if tax planning is the most interesting part. Well, of I think it's interesting too yeah. because, um, <laughs> like I say, it's, it's it's the victimless crime. It is the ATO. Yep. Uh, we're yep. friends with them. Yeah. But but yep. but yep. taking money from them. Yep. I love you love it. Yes, exactly right. Um, so if you look at that as you know, we've talked about this in great length uh, in this podcast about, for example, if you if, if both members of a couple max out their super contributions every year and they get a $10,000 tax refund. And that is really, it is really valuable and it is really exciting because it's so, t- I've got $10,000 here that would have gone to the ATO and I get to keep that. Like it is it is a very uh, exciting thing. And we often talk about this with new clients where we try and uh, come up with strategies that, that pay for, you know, that more than pay for our fees just through tax savings. And mm. that's kind of the thing of, it's a very easy, tangible thing you can point to and go, hey, we're gonna save you. $10,000 in tax saving here and you know in the, everyone we've talked about long term tax savings paying no no taxes ever again even when you're retired you know all those sorts of things being able to pass money onto your kids tax free these are all things that are tangible a bit more exciting a bit more um, I guess showy but what what actually drives I think a lot of our uh, 
value add to our clients is the behavioral advice. And this is kind of one that tends to be hard for people until you've been clients for a few years, is that we can do all the tax planning in the world, but if you make, if you make the wrong decision at the wrong time and you make a mistake, whether it's about not doing the things you should do or, or doing something that you shouldn't be doing, you undo all your good work. And so that is where we actually really add the most mm. value to, to our clients. And in many cases, by helping them make one decision correctly, you repay your fees for the next 30 years. Mm. So, uh, and I've got, I've got a really good example of this is that uh, I've got clients who are right, almost at retirement. Um, and they were in, in February, March, we'd actually just had a meeting in February to talk about their plan to phase into retirement over the next year. And then obviously February, March, coronavirus hit, markets dropped by 35% over the course of a month. Mm. Now, uh, those clients, the, the client actually rang me at the, and it just so happens that they rang at the very bottom of the market. It was about the 22nd of March. Of March, yeah. Saying, and it was actually really, it was a really good conversation. Because I know we just went through this. I know we shouldn't panic. I know that we just need to stay the course. But I just want to confirm that because I've just gone up the hill with this mate of mine and he's moving his money in superannuation. He's moving it all into cash right now. He's, you know, the world's going to end. The sky's falling. Are you sure that we should just stick to the, stick to the strategy, mm-hmm. stay fully invested the whole way through this? Is there anything that we need to do? And it actually happened that Kylie answered the phone and she basically answered all these things without mm-hmm. having to get me involved. But the conversation that we'd had it was basically a meeting two weeks before the market started to drop. Mm. And then it was that phone call at that at that moment, at the very bottom of the market, when people were at their most fearful and everyone was It's no coincidence that the no call came in at the very bottom. The bottom. That's the, it's the point in time when the most amount of people panic. Yes. And that's and that's exactly right. That's what that's what drives that price down is mm. everyone had been panicking for a month leading up to that, driving that price down. More people were selling than buying, the price is going down. At that moment of optimum fear, I can, and again, you can completely understand why why these people were afraid. It's because you go, we've got a plan to retire. Our balance has just dropped by 35%. Are you sure we shouldn't? Is, it feels like we should be doing something. Mm. We need to do something here. Mm. We didn't do anything. They didn't make any changes. They stuck to the plan. They stuck to the script. Six months later, they're now back up 20% from where they were. So it's still a little bit below their previous highs. But just by not making that change at that point in time, they have they have they have saved. They've basically made a twenty percent overnight return. I I know these people that you're talking about, yeah. and I know roughly how much they have, yeah. and so that decision, getting that decision right, yeah. has saved them six hundred thousand dollars, yes, or thereabouts in, yeah. in ten years' time. Yeah. So we looked at an example in a previous podcast. Yeah. Um, Someone with half a million dollars yes. uh, that panicked at yeah. the bottom of the markets yeah. in the 22nd of March or yeah. the 18th of March or the 20th of March around that period of time. What they did, they sold out the companies that they own for 63 cents in the, sh- in, in the dollar. Yeah. So basically they were valued at a dollar. Yeah. They sold out at a 37% drop or yeah. a 35% drop. They sold out for around 63 cents in the dollar. Yeah. Um, when they buy back in... Yeah. Uh, well, well, part of their investments have actually gone back to a dollar yes. before they've bought back in. Yeah. Um, someone with half a million dollars, that decision 
they've actually crystallised the loss of $100,000 on average in doing that. Now, in 10 years' time, that $100,000 was going to be $200,000 because of the fact that compounding. So the people that you're talking about, I, I mean, I, I, yeah. I roughly know how much they have. Yeah, well, I guess uh, I, it, it's a, I haven't used their names, so I can't use, <laughs> use the figures. So yeah, they, so they, they were at about 1.7 million. So that, that's they were right at the, that point. They were just about to retire. They had about 1.7, which was slightly over actually what they needed to retire. They, mm. they only needed about 1.5, 1.6 million dollars. Yep. So they're a bit in front of where they needed to be. That 1.7 dropped to somewhere around 1.2. Mm. So, and and again, you can see why there is that. That fear is that they've just they've just ticked over the amount they needed, mm. and then they've watched that drop. They've watched half a million dollars seemingly disappear. It's, it's very 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 hard for people to watch that happen. And you're yeah. right. So you could you could do all the best tax planning yep. for which, 15 years leading up to your retirement, which you've you done, <laughs> which you've done. Yeah, you, you've done all of that. Yeah. So you've I done should, the hard. I should also preface <laughs> that with when they first came in, they had a million dollars. So we went from a million to 1.7 over the course of not yep. years just yep. through a bit of bit of good tax planning uh, their hard work obviously putting money in them doing all the right things to get yep. the plan and so yeah we've basically we've done all the tax planning we've done all the exciting bits of yes you know getting that right watching that balance grow very quickly mm. none of it is worth anything if they panicked and sold mm. for 1.2 million dollars and moved that money into into cash mm. that would have that would have wiped would have wiped them out obviously 1.2 million dollars is still you yeah. know a fair bit of cheese but they would have been below where they needed to be retired and they were never going to recover from that mistake mm. so it doesn't matter how much great work I did in the five years leading up to that if they had got to if, if in that moment in that depths of sort of despair if they had panicked and sold it, that would have just undone all the good work that we'd done mm. for the last five years and that's kind of the point I make is that the tax planning it's important it makes a big difference it's a huge amount of difference that it makes over the long term but it's it's all for nothing if you if you can't help people make the right decision at the right time. And it's it's interesting because we've always framed our discussions with our clients as in yes the next drop happens. Yep. What we're going to do yep. is we're going to be like the the plot for the Seinfeld <laughs> pilot on the show Seinfeld, which is confusing. Yeah. The show is about nothing. nothing yep. So we're going to do nothing. So yep. there's going to be no change to the plan. Yeah. Um, you're going to focus on what you can control, which yes. is putting your fortnightly amount in yeah. to your superannuation. We're not going to make any changes. We're not going to try and predict yeah. when the market is going to drop. We're yeah. not going to predict when it's going to bottom out. We're not yeah. going to predict when to get back in. We're nothing. Yeah. Stick to the strategy. Yeah. Um, there, I've heard other financial advisors um, in the past um, actually use the term if the yeah. market yeah, yeah, yeah. drops, yeah. which we were talking about this over coffee yeah. this morning. Yeah. It's not Makes if we're going to pass away in the future. Yeah, if we're going to die, we yeah. are going to. Die. We're all going to die. Yeah. So people, yeah. P- people term that yeah. um, if something should ever happen to me. Yeah. No, something no, no. It's, if something will definitely happen to you. Yeah. And I see financial advisors do that, and yeah. they say, you know, if, if something, if the market falls, so yeah. so that's one mistake yeah. that they make. Yeah. Um, I believe because it's absolutely, a, it's absolutely a positive yeah. that it is going to happen. It's going to happen multiple times. Yes. Not your death or my death, but only once, right? But the market dropping. Yes. Um, the other thing that they do is that they sugarcoat things yep. during the good times, yes. and they tell people yep. to stick to the strategy yep. when the market has already fallen, which yep. I think is awfully late yes. to be telling people. Yep. So, yep. 
between 2011 and 2020, yep. in, in fact, between 2011 yep. and February yep. 2020, yep. we've been telling our clients, the yep. market is going to fall, the market is going to fall, the market is going to fall. They've been looking at us yep. like we have two, yep. five, ten heads. Um, <laughs> yep. They've all been looking at us really, really yep. funny because it's been a decade of consistent, predictable yep. returns yep. with hardly any volatility. Yep. So they all, went, when repeatedly told them every yeah. single yeah. six months that we yeah. met with them or, yeah. or you know, in, in our newsletter correspondence with them we've told them yeah. there's an article in yeah. every single newsletter we send six What's newsletters a year yeah. to our clients to say the market is going to fall yeah. we're going to do nothing yeah. um, they all said to us yeah. in February March of yeah. 2020 ah that's now what you talked about yeah, yeah. so yeah. And, and none of them panicked yeah. and um, yeah. you know and, and Would they have panicked without our advice and tutelage? Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. But but I would dare say that a lot of yeah. people would have panicked yes. and yeah. and made the wrong decision. We yeah. we know at least one or, or there's more than that who actually contacted us. But we yeah. know that yeah. you know your yeah. your client example, the Dallas, yes. yeah. that couple would have yeah. would have made the wrong decision. That and and that's time. a that's a really good example, uh, Michael. Of why. Yeah, our clients probably get bored of us talking about this, but that's why we do it on such a regular basis. It's, be, it, it's you know, we, we actually call it lifeboat prints. It, it's yep. the same thing. You're just drilling that response of what are we going to do when the market drops by 30%? Nothing. Mm. That's what we're going to do. And so that, because, you know, we've, we've been having all of these regular meetings and then with these clients, we just had a meeting in at the start of February to discuss, you know, this is the retirement plan. This is how we're going to mm. phase in the retirement when the market drops by 20%, 30%, this is what we're going to do. We just had that conversation. And even then, it's still a situation where people want want to know that they're not that they're not crazy. They want to yeah. they want permission to not have to worry about that. And that's you know, no one's no one's saying you're not going to worry because it's just human nature. It's not a fun feeling to watch your one point seven million dollars that you've saved over forty years drop to one point two million dollars over the course of a month. But just through saying, no, you don't need to do anything. Just sit there. Don't just do something. Sit there. That $1.2 million has now rebounded to $1.5 million already. Yeah. So they're now back to the point that they need to be to retire. So yes. their retirement plans are back on track. And as, as markets recover the previous highs at some stage in the future, it's not to say it won't drop again before then, but they will be back to where they were. And all they needed to do was not react, not react to that volatility, not make an emotional decision at that point in time. And I guarantee that, as you said, you know, we pump our own tyres a lot about how we're such good financial advisors, but there is no way that, that they would have been able... These are, these are really intelligent people, mm. but there's just no way that they would have been able to stick to the plan of being invested in the way they need to be invested for the long term. There's no way they would have been able to stick to that throughout February and March yep. when markets were dropping, the world was ending, everything mm. was going, going to hell. There's just no way they could have done that without a sympathetic ear, without someone that they trust that they can rely on to give them that right advice at the right time. And that's that's where we sort of are now. You know, these guys will be retired for, yeah, you know, hopefully 35 years. Mm. By, yeah, you know, we charge one percent a year. I've just I've just saved them 35 percent of their complete of, of their total retirement savings. Yeah. In 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 sort of one in one decision. In mm. just helping them to make one right decision and that's where I say you know the tax planning it's all great it's all exciting I love it you love it we all mm. their clients love it but the behavioural advice is the key there is no mm. point doing the tax planning there is no point doing all those things right 
if you're going to make a mistake at the wrong time. And that's where the value add really comes in. That's where you can save a client half a million dollars in, in one phone call mm. is that behavioural advice. Yeah. Look, and if you need any uh, guidance and if you just want us to have a look at your plan and if you did panic in that yep. period of time and you thought of panicking, yep. um, please get in touch with us at podcast at mo50.com.au. We'd be only too happy to set up a Zoom meeting with you. Look over, yeah. uh, the, 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 the initial meeting is free of cost and yep. obligation. Yep. So there's no cost or obligation exactly at right. that point in time. And that's, that's I think, the, the key to, uh, to me, as you say, is that if you... I'm sure that everyone who, even if you had, a, if you didn't have a plan, that was a time of real panic because you didn't have anything to even to act based on. Mm. If you did have a plan, for a lot of people, that was a real stress test. Of how are you going to react to that? How is your advisor going to react to that? So, whether you had a plan at that point in time or, or not, it's definitely something that is a catalyst for a lot of people to look at this and go, "What do I need? To, what? How do I need to behave in future when those sorts of events happen?" Because, as we said. It's not a matter of if that happens again. It's a matter of when it happens. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.